Hello and welcome back to Presenting Pixie Dust. I'm your host, Elizabeth Carr, and I am joined once again by the wonderful Brett Harvey. Hi, everyone. Hello, Brett. Uh, you mate, This might be your last podcast with me for a while. Because we're out of isolation, sort of. We can dun, go visit dun, family dun. and friends now so we can get some more guests in. We Won't could. that be exciting? That'd You'd be, be a little amazing. bit sad. I'll get a tear. You'll get a tear. Well, you're still, you're, well, what the lovely listeners at home maybe don't know is that Brett is also our, my technical support. So he cuts and edits everything together and makes sure that we sound really good. Well, we sound um, okay. Well, we sound, <laughs> um, speak for yourself. We sound excellent. And, you know, make sure that everything is running technically well. So you'll still be there yeah. to pop in to all of the episodes, even if there is another special guest here. Cool. Cool. You have yeah, I've got to get my Disney fix somehow. Yes, exactly. Um, well, today we're not talking about a movie or anything like that because today something really, ex- not today, but this week in Disney news, something really, really exciting happened. As a lot of you, I'm sure are, are, that are listening probably know if you're, you know, up with all the, the COVID stuff. And I, do, I don't like to talk about the COVID stuff because I think that everybody's talking about it and we're all a little bit over it right now. But in terms of today's discussion, we kind of have to mention it. Shanghai Disney reopened this week. The first yeah. of all of Disney's theme parks to reopen because they've all been shut due to coronavirus restrictions and those sort of things. But Shanghai, which uh, is, you know, the big one in China, has reopened this week. It reopened on wow. the 11th of March, which is hugely exciting for a lot of reasons, probably due to the fact that it sort of gives everyone a bit of a sense of optimism and hope. A bit of hope. I think that now things are starting to reopen. I think that it was really hard for everyone, not just, you know, Disney fans who had holidays booked. And I cannot imagine them like, okay, when you're planning a Disney holiday, especially if you're planning a big Disney holiday, it's not cheap. It's really, really expensive. So a lot of the times you have to plan for this for years, especially if you've got a big family that you want to take with you. Um, and even we planned for a year to, yeah. to get there and it's just the two of us. And you've got to save a lot of money. And for a lot of people, it is a once in a lifetime trip. It's a huge investment. It really is. And it's time, worth- money, yeah. the whole lot. Hopes and dreams. Absolutely. And it's worth every cent because when you're there, it's magical, but it is very expensive. Like they said in that hit show, Once Upon a Time, Mm. all magic comes at a price. And for Disney, the magic is, and the price is quite high. Um, So it is very expensive. So I can't imagine having had a holiday booked to go. Your once in a lifetime holiday, you finally got all your pennies saved and you've got your hotel booked and your fast passes organized and, you've and your, got all your dining ducks in reservations a row. and everything's ready. And then this happens. And we've actually got friends um, who've had to cancel their Disney holiday because of the whole Corona stuff. Uh, and they are not in, you know, they are not alone in having to do this because there are people all around the world traveling to all the Disney parks in the world that have had to do this too. And that sucks. Like, God, that sucks. Because you know, I would have been devastated if we'd had to cancel our trip last year. Mm. We, we sort of just got in just in time because we were in Disney World in, when were we there? October. We were there in October last year, which would have been just a couple of months shy of when all this sort of stuff started to happen in the world. So we were really, really lucky. So Shanghai has been shut since the end of January. So it's been shut for a long time, a few months. And it's, it's just reopened this week on the 11th of March. May? No, March. May. 
What am I talking And it's just reopened this month on the 11th of May, which is super duper exciting. But they've got some measures in place because, of course, China is through the worst of it, really, but they're not out of it yet. Everyone's still having all these um, cases still cropping up and that sort of stuff. So they do have some measures in place to help combat the spread of coronavirus. Would you like to hear what they are? Sure. Fantastic. So the first one is they're limiting visiting numbers. So the capacity of Shanghai Disneyland, I read, is typically about 80,000 visitors that they can have in the park before it's deemed at full capacity. Mm. And the government has capped the park at this stage at 24,000 visitors, which gives you quite a lot of space, I suppose, to move around and not come in super direct contact with anyone. Uh, Masks are required by all park attendees and cast members. And cast members are what Disney calls its employees. So everyone working at a shop, everyone serving your food, everyone greeting you at the gates, they all need masks, uh, except for costumed characters. So the princesses and, you know, Mickey and Minnie and stuff, they're not wearing masks, but everybody who is not a costumed character and still works at Disney is uh, needing to wear a mask at this stage. Your temperature is taken as you enter and you have to show your government-issued ID and show the app that's on their phone that tracks their health and COVID contact. Like we have that COVID safe app in Australia. It's that sort of thing. So they've got to show that they've got that on and working and that they're healthy and they've got, yeah, got to have their temperature taken as well. So as well, they've got um, staggered lines. So there's social distancing in the lines as you enter. And if you're going to go on a ride, you need to be wearing gloves. So plastic gloves are required for all the rides, which kind of makes my environmental heart hurt a little bit. Can you imagine all the plastic and stuff that's going into yeah, the environment but, from this? But um, the other possibility is death. Yeah, I suppose so. But also, no, I don't mean to sound so flippant on that, but I think that Disney World has talked about when they reopen having hand sanitizing stations everywhere. And do you think that that would do the same job if you had to sanitize your hands before you got on any ride? When you consider that a lot of colds and flus are generally um, transferred by people coughing and sneezing, Mm -hmm. hand sanitizer isn't going to stop that. No, but that's why everyone's wearing masks as well. but... I'm just saying that, yeah. um, look, I think the masks are probably going to prevent people touching their own face. If they yeah, touch probably. a surface, surface and they don't touch their face, face yeah. it you know, lessens the chance of it getting in. But, yeah. but it sounds like it's just like Safeway. They're making people separate and yeah, stand Yeah, well, I think it's like everywhere the in the world, yeah. yeah. So they've had to pre-book their tickets if you want to go. So you can't just rock up at the gate and buy a ticket. You've had to pre-book it. And tickets for the opening week of uh, Shanghai Disney reopening sold out within hours. Yeah. So you can't, you couldn't get a ticket after a few hours for any of the days this week. So um, maybe, I don't know how they're doing it, if they're doing it week by week and just seeing what happens, maybe releasing the tickets. Do they get people who already booked get special preference or? Do you know? What do you mean? Like if they'd already booked their holiday at that time. I think that that's all cancelled. I think all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Shanghai Disneyland isn't as big as Disney World or anything. It's more of a smaller park, sort of like the Disneyland in Anaheim where I think they've got two or three hotels on site and they've just got the one park, I think, from memory. And I'm sure that people will correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I haven't been to that one, so um, I'm not quite sure. But, yeah, they've all sold out within that. I'm not sure if they've got 
are the equivalent of like an annual pass holder over there. Mm. So in the US, they've got annual pass holders for the parks, which is basically you buy your yearly ticket and you can go whenever you want. Like our zoo membership, where you just sort of pay by the year and you just turn up whenever you like. But I don't know if that would sort of entitle you to to like a pre, pre-booking sort of situation where you get first preference. I'm not sure. Mm. Don't know. Uh, I also don't know if ticket prices are less than they would normally be because there are some things that I think are not open okay. at Shanghai Disney within the park. But it was really important for the parks to start reopening because Disney's stocks had been going down quite a lot until they announced the reopening of Shanghai Disney. Mm. Then they went up like 5%. Yeah. In a month, which is huge, which is a huge amount. And um, I read. We're talking billions of dollars. Yeah, billions of course. Of dollars. Absolutely. 5% is a lot. Yeah. And parks, the Disney parks make up about 30% of the total revenue of the company, mm-hmm. which is a huge amount. So they need to have those working and, and operating for the company, I suppose, to stay viable. And it's not like Disney doesn't have money because they've got plenty of money. But um, yeah, I think that it's important for everyone that these these things start opening up it's a bit like the footy season yeah. starting back up it gives people hope something gives, to cheer yeah, for definitely something to you know like, you know and we, we, we've sort of seen that entertainment that's around is kind of expendable it has been expendable mm-hmm. you know in the course of good health care and um well-being but at the same time yeah, what's the point of being alive if you don't have something to hope for exactly something fun that you're keen to do yeah you know, Disney means the world to some people. Yeah, and you know what? It's an escape, I mm. think, the more important thing. You go to Disney and you're transported to another time, oh, another yeah. place. Everything in there is so perfect and so well thought out and, you know, the happiest place on earth. It's And that's what I think people need right now is a little bit of the happiest place on earth. Mm. So it's really great that these these parks are starting to you know, rumble and start to start up again. Uh, I thought it was interesting when I was looking at photos and videos of the reopening. It was really beautiful because the cast members sort of lined Main Street as the visitors started um, coming in and like welcomed them back, which was really nice. And they've also, for the um, parades and the like the shows and stuff, they have, and the fireworks and those sort of things, they have marked out these boxes uh, sort of out of t- it looks like electrical tape or gaffer tape or something like on the Special on the sidewalk. Maybe it doesn't have Mickey Mouse on it or anything. It's just like a yellow tape, and you go and you have to stand in your box. Yeah. So I suppose if you if you're part of the same family, you can all because the boxes are quite big. They're like I suppose like one and a half meter boxes. Um, so you could go and stand in there. You could fit three people in that box if you're all part of a family. And then, you know, the boxes are spaced away from each other. So there's yeah. certain things that the cast members and the company has put into place where you can sort of enforce that social distancing, I suppose. I suppose it's they've got to do something. At least I think people are looking for guidance as well. If you tell them, stand in the box, they'll stand in the box. If you tell them you've got to be a metre and a half away, it's really hard to sort of gauge that as people are moving through and around. There are a lot of people that don't have good spatial awareness. I don't know and what don't you're know talking their left about. From their right, I'm so. not sure what you are referring to right <laughs> now, but I would really appreciate a box to stand in. It's like when you go to the supermarket now and they've got the dots marked yeah. out on the floor. They say, stand here. And I go, brilliant, I'll stand there. <laughs> Lovely. I love a spot on the floor where I can stand. So that's. I think that that's going to work okay, I suppose, while people are following the rules. And maybe 
people at Disney will be following the rules because they'll just be happy enough that it's open. That people, the the twenty four. No one wants people, to get kicked out of Disney. No, gosh, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> and um, I, I, when I was doing my research about this, I thought it was really interesting that Shanghai Disney, um, Disney only owns the Disney Walt Disney Company only owns forty three percent of that park. The rest mm. is owned by like Chinese government bodies. So I thought that was interesting that um, even if Disney had not wanted to reopen the governing bodies of China could have overruled that yeah. decision. So I don't think that that was, I don't think that that was the case. Well, I don't know. Haven't spoken to Bob Chapek, who is the CEO of Disney, but I haven't spoken to him personally, but I think that it was interesting that Disney only owns 43% mm. of that, of that company. And I know that they only own a certain amount of Tokyo Disney as well. So Tokyo Disney isn't actually owned. Well, most of, I think, no, I think I read that Tokyo Disney isn't actually owned by Disney, but they've got the rights to use the characters and they have to go to Disney if they want to make any changes or reintroduce anything. So Disney has licensing rights, but that's not owned by them. But Tokyo Disney at the moment is still closed. All the other Disney parks, except for Shanghai at this point are still closed. But for those people that are interested in the reopening of the US parks, which, you know, I definitely am, the Universal Studios City Walk in Orlando, which is where Disney World is, reopened on the 14th of May for select stores and restaurants. So that is a big outdoor sort of shopping district that you can walk down and it's connected to Universal Studios, the theme park. So that whole outdoor shopping area and some of the stores have reopened for limited capacities and... Um, I suppose that that works well in terms of like that bodes well for the Disney parks and the theme parks in Orlando starting to look at reopening. Uh, They've got compulsory masks as well there and temperatures being taken as people enter and social distancing and all that sort of stuff in place. So I guess people are just starting to reopen and see how it goes. Mm. What do you think? Do you think it's too early to start the reopening, especially places where large amounts of people are going to be gathering like that? Yeah, look, it's going to be really hard to, you know, track the kind of contagion spread, you know, from a park that's going to take in 20-something thousand people. Sure. yeah. But um, I think it kind of depends on which country you're talking about. Yeah. Because they're all different. And, and they're all at different stages yeah, in this pandemic as well. Probably doesn't surprise me that China's opening up theirs first because... They're you know, furthest along in their COVID yeah, journey. Yeah, true, yep. Whereas I think there are other countries that might be a bit more cautious that are, you know, that are holding back as much as possible. But yeah, it would be interesting to see when the American mm. parks open. I suppose, and it, it does pain me to say this, but Disney is not an essential service yeah. and they don't have to reopen. But the fact of the matter is, is that Disney employs these parks, these theme parks yeah. employ tens of thousands of people. Yeah. And if the parks aren't open, these people aren't working. And I know that for the American parks, at least, all their you know international contingent was sent home. All their mm. college program students were sent home. Like these are people that are working yeah. for Disney at like a reduced wage, but again, gaining the experience and stuff and being housed on site at Disney mm. and stuff. So it's an amazing opportunity if you're a college student or an international traveler to go and work for Disney. It's absolutely incredible. But um, yeah, yeah all, they've all been sent home. So if the park did open, 
they wouldn't have as many staff. No. But I think also, too, you know, when you consider who goes to Disney, to the Disney parks, you know, people go from all across the American country mm-hmm. to go there. Yep. And normally internationals will mm-hmm. go across to America to go to Disney yep. for a holiday. Um, we were an example. Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, and we are not unique. There's so, lots of people that do it. You know, the moment you open up any activity which gets people to come from all over, um, you, you know, you're running a risk. Sure. But, you know, I think every every business now has a plan, a COVID plan. Sure. For what they're going to do to combat the potential the risk. Yeah. You know, mitigate the risk. Yeah. So... hopefully they can keep the magic and having said that like if you know that you're someone who is a high risk individual you're not going to be going to disney (laughs) probably not well common sense would sort of say that you're probably not going to be going okay let's go because the park's reopened it must be safe it's not safe it's just less dangerous than it was previously Mm. but still not 100 percent safe look you can probably go to a disney park and it won't be more dangerous than going to your local shopping centre. Yeah. But your local so, shopping... Oh, but I suppose your local shopping centre could have 24,000 people going through it yeah, in a could. day. So yeah. Some of the big ones. Yeah, absolutely. So And, you know, like Disney, you know, they're, they're probably going to have people wiping down services every, yeah, every moment of the day. Yeah. So, And I think people themselves will be more aware of what they touch. Mm-hmm. I know I've and become to not more aware about anything. what I touch yeah. and how I touch myself. That's you know, rude. <laughs> in the good way. In the Disney G-rated way. In the G-rated way. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that, like, you, whereas when you would go, you would, like, touch a banister or hold on to a, a ride. Yeah. Thing, and you may, maybe wouldn't do that anymore without gloves because you don't even think about it. Mm. You just, you know, put your hand on a railing as you walk through a queue or something and you wouldn't even think twice about it. But maybe you wouldn't do that now. I want, um, I want to see... Um, face mask with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse on there. Oh, they I want to exist. see gloves with Minnie and Mickey. And They definitely exist. Yeah. I saw a picture online when I was doing my research and it had Mickey and Minnie in costume wearing masks. as <laughs> just mm. like a, a token thing. But like I said, costume characters don't have to wear masks. But then I think as well, if you are in Shanghai and what's the weather like in Shanghai? It's coming into their summer now, yeah? It's yeah. getting starting to get warmer, right? Think of like Orlando. Where it is hot as balls in the summer. I can't imagine people keeping those masks on mm. in, the, in that heat and that humidity. And the sweat and the gloves. They'd be, oh my goodness. Uh, well, gloves are only required to ride rides. I think that they give you disposable ones to put really? on while yeah. you. Well, that's yeah. what I said about the plastic and stuff. Like that really stresses me out. But I suppose the thing about gloves is that you have to replace them all the time because. It, they don't protect you. If you're touching things and then move, you're just moving germs to different places, you could take them off and mm. put new ones on. But um, I just think that you've got to sort of rely on people doing the right thing. And people are always... If, if I've learned anything from this COVID stuff is that people are always trying to find a loophole. They're always trying to get away with something so that their life is not as impacted as it probably should be yeah. by what's going on. Look, no doubt people going to Disney parks, you know, they, they go there in a very selfish way. It's it's all about them having their experience. Well, everyone's experience. The, at well, the best, yeah. in the best way they can. Absolutely. So really, you know, they're not, they aren't really thinking about other people too much. You yeah. go there, you know, you see people and you're among people, but 
Like I'm, I'm just gonna go out on limb here and say no. No one goes to Disney parks to make friends and hang no. out. You <laughs> you know usually. what you're gonna do. You know where you're gonna go and what you want to experience. And that, none of that has really anything to do with the other visitors in the park. No. It has to do with the characters, the you know the the cast. Yeah. It has to do with the places, the rides. The food, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you focus on. Well, I think that you're only going there to make friends and, and meet people and meet other Disney people if this is something you can do all the time. Sure. If you are a local to Orlando or to um, LA and going to Disney is something that you can do more than, you know, once every few years. And, you know, a lot of people are going, this is their big trip and this is their once in a lifetime moment and don't you dare ruin their magic for them because yeah, right. they're coming for that whereas it's still you know any any time when you've got lots of people in one place things are going to go wrong and i think that we all just have to do the best that we can mm. for ourselves and know that we are doing the right thing for ourselves because you can't control what other people do assuming that everyone's going to keep a mask on for the especially if you're a little kid what about like if you've got a six-year-old that needs to now wear a mask mm. the whole time that they're there. We know that kids love to touch everything. Yeah. Every surface. And lick everything yeah. and put their faces on things. So, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be an interesting time. But it's going I, to require some magic. It's going to require a lot of Disney magic. And I'm glad that they're starting to reopen because it does sort of, you know, give you that this too shall pass yeah. feeling. But, you know, I think that it's, it's, a, long, it's a long road to recovery yet. Um, and just on that, mm-hmm. which brings me to my next point, I listened to a really, really great Disney podcast the other day. So it's called 1313 Harbour, the podcast. Oh, yeah. And it is a great Disney parks-based podcast. Um, if you're really into the parks and stuff, 1313 Harbour, the podcast, great one. But the host of that podcast, Jasmine, uh, a few weeks ago, came up with like a really interesting idea that I wanted to sort of discuss with you now. So the parks in the U.S. at the moment are closed Mm. for the foreseeable future. I think there's rumblings of them opening at the end of May, them starting to reopen and that sort of stuff. But for the minute, the parks are closed. So if the parks were closed and you could get in Mm -hmm. for one day Mm -hmm. and there was no one around, what would you do? If you were isolated at Disney, at Magic Kingdom, we'll say Magic Kingdom because... You, we've spent quite a lot of time there. It's probably the park that you know the layout of and the, the stuff of the best. Yeah. What would you do? Now, there are some rules oh, okay. to this. So, <laughs> so there are some rules. The first rule is you can't take anything out of the park. What? So you can't steal a whole bunch of stuff and take it home. So that you can't take anything out. That was my whole part of Main Street well, <laughs> to go through each of the each shops. shop and just take what you want. No, you can't, you can't steal and anything. And you can walk from shop to shop. So it would be just like... Straight line through the through shops, the shops, grabbing handfuls, like, shopping trolley. What like a like a Home Alone moment where he's in the yeah. in the toy shop. You and know he's those old game things? shows where they gave him a trolley and you could go and grab anything in the store. That and was you what third, you're, you know, you're imagining was there. Yeah. I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, you can't steal anything. Can't take anything out <sighs> of the park except good memories. Except memories. Yeah. Um. You also can't ride now. On this podcast, the rule was. You can't go on any rides. You can't ride any rides because there's no one there to run them. But yeah. I'm going to relax that rule on you a little bit. Yeah, better. So I'm going to say that we can't ride any rides that require people to function them. So like the Jungle River Cruise. Oh, that was and my first one. I know you love the Jungle River Cruise. The Jungle River Cruise we can't do. Haunted Mansion you can't do because it requires people to, to do stuff. But I think anything that's sort of on a track, like, 
you know, Peter Pan yeah, or something. Okay. Mm, I'll mm. I'll let you I'll let you do that one. I also don't know if the water rides, like if they've got water or if they've drained them. Do you think they would have drained the water rides? Nah. nah. So you think Splash Mountain still got that manky water sitting in there for <laughs> Well not... they'd, they'd continue to filter it. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, maybe they do. Uh, yeah, so anything that's on a track or something like that, I will maybe let you go on. Okay. Hang on. Are there, um, are there cast at the park? No. You're the only one there. Ghost Town. I'm here. I'm there with you too. Jeez. So well, we're there together. I'd run off on you. Cause well, that's fine. Because I've got other stuff to do. Um, but we are there together. So we're the only two. So that's why anything that requires another person to function. Sure. So no restaurants. You can't go and sit down and eat anywhere because there's no restaurants. What about the train? Well, no, that requires a driver, so we can't go Can on the I train. Can I drive the train? You can't drive so, the train. So this is my dream here. This I know. Is my... This is, okay. Well, so the first thing I'd do, I'd get on the train. you get on the train. I love well, that train. When we went train. To, but when we went to Magic Kingdom, the train wasn't functioning. That's exactly why. I'd line right up. And then we I'd went be first to, in the line. <laughs> we went to Disneyland and we got to go on the train, so that was exciting. We stoked the boiler. I don't think that that's I'd how do that do train works. Do the gauges. Went. All right, all right. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this like... Um, logistically all right so we're going to start on main street yeah all right you've just come in what are you doing first well i'd take a couple of selfies in front of the garden that's beautiful yep yeah that's free um (laughs) (laughs) yeah everything's free you don't have to wait for anything look main street main street's great because of the food and and the shopping well, here's the thing. So, you could go through the shops and try on lots of different clothes. Yeah, I could do that. You can do that. You just can't take anything. What about if I sn- snuck them under my top? So no, like you can't. Five you layers can't of take t-shirts. Anything. You know what? I, you know what I would do though yeah. on Main Street is I would go down to the because you know what would still be there. Yeah. Ice cream. Oh, of course. Ice cream doesn't go bad. Ice cream. Well, not but in a month or so. To serve it, no, so. I'll scoop it. I can oh. do that. No, ice cream will still be there. there. Ice cream will still be there. What was that one that we had? Oh, the brownie Sunday. Yeah, brownie Sunday. So good. So the brownies won't be there because they're, you know, they won't be there. But it's fine. I can just have the ice cream. I can. So I'm going to go to the ice cream parlor on Main Street and I'm going to get ice cream. Sure. Um, I'm going to try on everything. I'm going to try on all the expensive jewelry. In the, in the jewelry part of yeah. the thing, you know, those like expensive tiaras and stuff. I'm going to put all of them on. I'm going to go down Main Street and get lots and lots of selfies with Walt yeah. and Mickey um, and lots and lots of photos. You're going to have to take lots and lots of photos of me in front of the castle with no one there. I can do that. Yeah. And then you know what I would do? I would take this moment because I will never get another chance to do this in my life. I'm going to take this moment and I'm going up to that hotel room mm. in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. Cinder, the You're ho- not allowed up there until yes, after the fireworks. Yeah, um. well, that's true. Um, but there's no fireworks because there's no people to run them. So I'm going up there to that hotel room and I'm taking a lot of selfies yeah. and I'm looking around and I'm going to go in there. Here's the thing I'm going to say. Okay. Right? Because you keep telling me no people, no people, no people. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to say... How wonderful the cast are in the Disney parks. Oh, they're amazing. And I'm going to say that I think it would be a very, very different place without them. That mm-hmm. I, I almost wouldn't want to go there without them because they facilitate all the fun, really. They are the magic makers. And there's probably not much you could do or see that doesn't have someone running it, performing it, um, facilitating it, cooking it, serving it. Yeah, so I think it would be a ghost town wouldn't probably be 
as attractive. It would be as, so strange as as you think. It's like when you're in but a place. How about you? How how about we change the rule? Because it's our dream thing, right? Okay. Can we say one person can come around and operate things? For no. Us? No, because it's icy. You're isolated. You're the only one there. We jumped so, over the fence, did we? Yeah, we've jumped yeah, the fence. Okay. We've jumped yeah. the fence, but by some miracle, they've left everything unlocked. <laughs> Every there are no locks they on anything. To lock everything. Yeah, because the fence was locked, and we've yeah. jumped that, so that's fine. Um, Look, I, I think you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get creative here, but you know, there's a lot of. I enjoyed a lot of the rides. I mean, you've got Adventure Town. Well, we'll go there next. So, all right. So, what else would you do on Main Street? Because I sort of interrupted you there. <sighs> yeah, that's about it. I mean, there's, there's like you go through all of the rooms, and there's lots of places you could go and visit. But I mean. I'm a person who likes to do things rather sure. than just look at things. So, You know what I'm going to do, though, on Main Street? Um, I'm going to have about 12,000 costume changes, and mm. I'm going to get photos taken in a lot of different outfits because there's going to be no one, no one there to stop me. I'll just have all my dresses and just put new ones on and get lots of photos in front of the castle, different poses, different outfits oh, yeah. for my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. How long do you think I could stand there doing that for? Well, you'd have to do it for as long as I... Well, I thought this was my dream too. Like I said, I'd run off on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Let's go to Adventureland next then. Yeah. See, what I'd probably do is, you know me, I'd probably try and hotwire the boat so we could go around on... Do not... See, you know how I mentioned before that people are always trying to find loopholes yeah. <laughs> to make it so that what they want is okay? You can't do that. Yeah. Okay. But the Jungle Cruise is pretty cool. I love cool. the Jungle Cruise. Maybe I, could walk, maybe I could walk around it. You could or, walk or, around it. Or yep. swim. Um, yep, sure. You could yep. do that. That's fine. You could swim around um, or you could walk around the, around the, the outside. Look, the Pirates of the Caribbean is pretty awesome. There are a lot of little tunnels and stuff in there that people can walk through. So you can get special tours oh, yeah, that walk absolutely. through different ride areas that normal people don't get access okay, yeah. to. And also there's lots of spots where, you know, the cast, like um, more like the mechanic, mechanical engineering side of things, there's a lot of back passages and all that sort of stuff you could go through to get, you know, walk through these ride areas. You would love that. And I just, yeah, I love looking at all the behind the scenes. There's also the, um, the whole place has a whole subterranean level Mm. below Main Street and all of those yeah, things. all the tunnel system. All the tunnel system. So oh, it'd be like going to a bomb shelter or something. Yeah, I'd love to go down there and see like where they have lunch, like the, caf- the cafeteria, yeah. and go to the costume room where all the character costumes are and try them all on. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. All the wigs. I'd turn myself into every princess with every one of those wigs. It would be so, so cool. Um, in Adventureland, I would... Oh, you know what I'm doing in Adventureland? I'm going to the new Disney World Club 33 location. Oh yeah. In, in in Adventureland because there is no way in any circumstance that I'm coming up with 33,000 US dollars to apply for membership mm-hmm. and then keep that membership up with 15,000 US dollars yeah, every as, year. Yeah, not as a school teacher. No chance. So, and not even that just as an Australian where the Exchange rate is not as good. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to Club 33 and I'm looking around and you're not allowed to film or video or take photos or anything in there because they want to keep it super exclusive. So I'm taking lots of photos and <laughs> videos and stuff. Their alcohol would still be in there though, wouldn't it? You could have a drink. You're not taking you it out of the park. We could have a drink. We could make a margarita or something. Mm. Get a mojito happening. 
Yeah, that's what I'd do at Club 33. See, look how all of the things that I want to do revolve around eating. So first I went to the ice cream place and I took lots of photos and now I'm going to drink alcohol at yeah. Club 33. But other than that, what? oh yeah, I suppose I'd go for a, a little wander through parts of the Caribbean. It would be really good to see all the animatronics up close mm. and see, because they look really great from the boat in the dark with the very specific lighting. So I think it would be really cool to see them up close. I reckon I'd want to go and see the the Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah, we didn't get that. That was shut when we yeah. went last time. Because mm-hmm. that's like an absolute classic. That was there when they opened the park. Yeah, it's, a, it's an old one. Yeah. It's an old one. And then there's that famous song. Do you know the song? Mm. At the Tiki 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 Room. <laughs> Just like very repetitive. Can we get through an episode without you singing? No. No, we can't. No, we can't get through life without me singing. Um, Look, I know you, you've you've tried to dissuade me from breaking rules, but well, that, you can't break the rules. That paddle steamer, like I'd jump on that. That paddle I, steamer, I reckon I'd get it going. Well, the paddle steamer isn't in Adventureland, is it? It's sort that's of like New Orleans. That's like Liberty it's, Square. It's here where yeah, where Liberty Square is. Yeah, just next to Adventureland. I suppose it does do that sort of loopy loopy yeah. area. and I'd get it. I'd get it running. I'd go around the the lake thing. You can go on the paddle steamer, but you can't drive the paddle steamer. Oh, I suppose you could. Yeah. Who's going to stop you? <laughs> You'd be busy taking selfies. I'd be so busy I would taking be selfies. Hot wiring a paddle steamer. Would you be singing "I'm on a boat" while you were yeah, hot wiring the paddle steamer? <laughs> Fair enough. We've got to go to Frontierland. Frontierland next year. It's got some amazing roller coasters. It has some really good, uh, really good stuff there. Some really scary roller coasters. They're great. You see, because I don't do roller coasters, so I mean, I could go on Splash Mountain. Because that doesn't, because you just sort of sit in there. Yeah. I think water rides when there's not anyone there to like keep an eye on you, that's a bit scary. Yeah, that, have, that like, Splash a dream Mountain world situation. is, is epic. But, yeah. Splash I, I went on that about sad. five times. Yeah, you really did. You went multiple times. And Frontierland, the was roller coaster there. When we were at the um, Halloween party, you went on a few times. Yeah. It was late, there was no lines because everyone was Yeah, in the last hour, yeah. no lines and I just went crazy. Yeah, you went on like a thousand times. And you went on Big Thunder Mountain as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I didn't do that because I don't do roller coasters. And I don't like, I especially don't like roller coasters when I can't see what they look like, when I can't see what's happening. When I can see it, I can sort of, you know, psych myself up into it. (laughs) But if I can't see what that roller coaster is going to do on the inside of that building, I'm not going on. I don't care how many times you tell me that it's fine. It's going to be fun. It's not that bad. No, I don't care. If I can't see it, I'm not doing it. What about the Country Bear Jamboree? Oh, God, the Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> oh, my stars. That um, was one of the like original sort of look, thing as well. you know what? I love... Animatronic bears you know what my favorite, singing songs. You know what my favorite part of the Country Bear Jamboree was? Is that it was air conditioned in there and it was out of the sun. So you went in there for... How long do you reckon that went for? 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. So we went in and we sat. I reckon I nearly fell asleep in there on that in that chair because it was cooler in there. We were sitting. It was dark. The bears were singing. <laughs> I don't think I need to go see the Country Bear Jamboree show again. But none of the shows it's will be It's pretty going. quirky. Yeah. So the shows won't be running because there's no one there to oh, I'd get run them going. Them. Now, <laughs> Liberty Square. You're not going to Tom Sawyer Island in Frontierland? Oh, we never, I didn't get to go we over didn't, there. No, we didn't go over there I'd last love to time. Go there. But you could go over there. Yeah, it looks really cool. they got a bridge. I like a good bridge. You love a bridge. Um, so we're going to Liberty Square now. We've moved on. That's what you'd do there. You'd yeah. go on. And there's the Haunted Mansion. You said we could. Oh, look, you'd still go in there because it's amazing in the Haunted Mansion. Well, we could walk through the ride. Sure. 
Yeah, we could walk through the ride, I suppose. You'd want to go down and see where that ballroom is. Mm. The ballroom where the ghosts dance and stuff. You'd want to go down and check that out, I think. It'd probably be more spooky when it's quiet and yeah. inoperable yeah. than when it's actually doing stuff. Sure. I do love the Haunted Mansion. In Disneyland, I went on the one where it had the overlay of Jack Skellington, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. And yeah. I think I much prefer the original rather than Nightmare Before Christmas. Maybe because I have no connection to Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> being as I have actually never seen that movie. Never seen it. I've never seen it. What a travesty. I know. That'll be a Halloween one this year. We'll watch it around Halloween. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you can go on the riverboat, which you've already said you would hotwire. You're going into the Hall of Presidents to go and see, go and visit all the presidents. They're all like animatronic and stuff. So we didn't do that when no, we were there. No, we missed Because it was shut. That. I think it was closed for mm, refurbishments. So you could go in there and like get right up close and take selfies with all the animatronic presidents. Yeah. I mean. I love that. You'd be dumb not to. <laughs> not mm. to go through there. Like a bit of history. Get your selfies with, you know, Nixon and <laughs> <laughs> Nixon and Kennedy and all those guys. Oh, I'd go on the carousel. Would you? You'd want to ride, or you'd just like move from horse to horse on the carousel, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. You just get up and then go I can and move push it around. Spot. You hop on and I'll push it. Yeah, you just press the button. Surely you can just press a button. That's what Splash Mountain would be. Just well, a button. you know, if I'm allowed to do it, then... we can press a button. Yeah, that's fine. I'll allow you to press a button. Yeah. And Peter Pan, I love Peter Pan. You know what? I'd love to walk around the ride of Peter Pan and see all those like. You know, when they're, they've got like the Jolly Roger and stuff, I'd want to go up and see the, the figures really close in the Jolly Roger. Oh, and when you go out on the boat, when the uh, the ride, the boat that you're sitting in goes over London. Yeah. And you, know, you can see down yeah. onto London. Oh, that's my favorite part. And I would love to see that up close, but I would have to try really hard that I didn't step on anything. Like I just have to stand back and look, like maybe go like my hands and knees and creep up on it, I think. Mm. Uh, but would you go on It's a Small World? It would be cool to see the dolls up close. Yeah. If you could walk through that. I would love to see it at Christmas time. Oh, I know. Because we were watching a, a doco on it the other day. Yeah, how they decorate Disney for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And um, it just looks spectacular. One day. We'll get there for Christmas mm. one day. Maybe not in the next couple of years when they let us leave the country again. Yeah. I'm just. But I would love to see there. all those dolls up close. But do you think it would be really spooky if they weren't moving? Like if there's just all these dolls standing there, yeah, it would be. A bit that would weird. be really scary. I'd like to go go and see them, but then at the same time, if they're all really still and not doing anything, mm. that would be a little bit scary. So here's one you didn't go on the Which se- one didn't Seven I go on? Dwarves Mine Train. No, I did not go on that because for the mostly for the purpose that I could not see it. <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't see the mine train and it. Looks like it's going to be scary. It was really cool. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was really cool. And Thrilling. I almost went on it yeah. because I'd psyched myself up that it wasn't going to be that yeah. bad. And then I chickened out at the end. Couldn't do it. Yeah. No, couldn't do it. Yeah, I'd get you to press the button. I'll press the button. That's fine. I will press the button. That's you know fine. what I would love to do in Fantasyland? I'd love to go through and have a really good look at all the rooms and be our guest. Yeah. So go through and look at the West Wing and the, um, so the, the ballroom be our, be our and guest is the... Looks like a the Beauty and the, the Beast castle. themed restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else can we? What else are we going to do there? That's pre- oh, you know what I would do? I would go to Bippity Boppity Boutique and I would give myself a princess makeover because <laughs> they won't give me one because I'm too old. Yeah. So that's definitely what I would do there as well. 
52. And that brings us to Tomorrowland. Oh, uh, no. There was one that you remember we went down down this way. It was like the circusy area yeah. near Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. And we went to go on that ride and there was a snake on the ground. <gasps> yes. So we went on the Barnstormer, which is like the goofy. Yeah, the Barnstormer, um, which was great well, as a you ride. Know, it, was very, it was a very quick show. It was like a kiddie roller coaster and I almost couldn't handle that. <laughs> like that really stressed me out. Yeah, we could um could go on there. You could go on the Dumbo uh, mm. with the the Dumbo's lift up and go down and all that sort of oh, yeah. stuff. You could go on that ride down there. I do like that. I do like that ride. It's one of those sort of classic ones. I can deal with a Dumbo ride. I can see everything it's going to do. I'm in control of it. I love that. I love that for myself. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah but, I think that that's definitely what we would do. So we get over to Tomorrowland. It's my least favorite land. Is it? Like of all the lands, Tomorrowland's really got nothing that I'm interested in. Yeah. Nothing. I think it's like <laughs> where you send the boys while the girls go and go shopping. What are you saying about uh, <laughs> about girls that they're not interested? Well, in have a look. I'm there's, just saying that tomorrow there's roller coasters, space oh, theme. I'm lying. I'm lying because there is one thing that drive. I'd love to do in Tomorrowland, what? which is you remember when we went on the People Mover and it took us yeah. like around and through like the dark and you see Space Mountain. It sort of takes you around yeah. the side of Space Mountain. I'd love to walk around there and have a look at those because it's like those big dinosaur yeah. like animatronics and stuff i'd want to go and see them it's kind of like a monorail isn't it yeah, yeah yeah sort of yeah but it just cruises around there's no thrills to it but it's quite interesting to see things from above yeah um space mountain yeah that was amazing that you ride. loved that one because that's all indoors and it's mm-hmm. dark and it's lit up with like stars and that's why i would never go on that because um, i can't see there's it. lots of visual effects you know lighting visual effects sure and- I like that. I did that whole ride with my hands up in the air. Like you just didn't care? Like I didn't care. <laughs> and I tell you what, it was spectacular. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, if you ever well, you want to scare yourself. You did that one a few times too, didn't did. you? Yeah. Because the thing was, every time I went in, I was put in like the second car or the third car. Sure. And I was like, I want to be up the front. You need to be up the front, yeah. And it took a little bit of... You it's know, like when you go wrangling, on, but I got there in the end. It's like when you go on soaring, like yeah. at Epcot, you want to be in the front. Yeah, that was great. I I think I genuinely think that if you ask, they will accommodate you. Yeah. So if you ask to if be you're in the front, if you're a single rider, it's easier. But not even that. Like if you asked to be in the front, if they said, "Come on," and you said, "Look, I really would love to be in the front. I don't mind waiting another few times, but I would really, really love to be in the front. Yeah. Could I possibly do that?" I think the cast members would say, "Yeah, sure. Just just wait here for me, and I'll put you on the next one." Yeah. I really think that they would. If you ask for soaring, they'll let you go in the front. You might have yeah. to wait a few, but who cares? And um, you always always tell them as you're going in, always tell them you're a single rider because often there's a uh, a line, it's like a, almost like a separate line you can jump in and you yeah. you, almost, you can sometimes walk almost to the front of the whole line yeah. just by being a single rider. I found that when I was at Disneyland with mum and we were, I was going on soaring because that's my favourite ride ever mm. and I went on that like six times and because I was by myself because my mum would never have gone on that ride because she is even worse than me. I don't like fun things and she likes them even less than I do. So when I would line up for this ride, even with a fast pass, you still have to line up. You skip the bulk of the line, Mm. but you do still at one point end up in the main line. Um, They would, you know, say single rider and you'd go straight to the front. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And one I I really enjoyed for us to do together was not quite a – or it wasn't a roller coaster, but it was the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. Mm -hmm. So you're going in a a capsule – 
um, through this, you know, through all these different That was stages. the one that was broken when we were lining up and everyone kept oh, leaving yeah, the did. line. Yeah. And we just sort of thought, no, we'll wait. We'll, we waited it out. We waited it yeah. out. And, and it was worth it. it. So it you're fun. sitting in a little pod and it can spin around. But as you're going along, you've got a little like like a gun, a ray gun in front of you. And it's almost like laser tag. And you yeah. can shoot it. Like, you can shoot the laser at the different um, targets? targets and yeah. get different points and see how many points you can rack up. Yeah. And I get really competitive, so... You do. Well, I, it also helps that I'm really bad at those sort of things. So, like, I got, like, 12 points and you got, like, 6,000 points. I suppose if we went there by ourselves, we would always be the winner. Well, I'd have my own cart. That's what I would do. If we went by ourselves, I'd go in my own little pod. Oh, yeah. So I would be able to tell which laser was mine. Because <laughs> there's, like, all these lasers coming from all these different spots. You don't know which one's yours. Um, so... I think that's what uh, that's what I would do as well. There's the um, Tomorrowland Speedway, uh, which you know what I don't think I would have lined. I don't think I would have lined up for it because it's probably not aimed at my age they level have, for the yeah. kind of thing it is. But I think if there was no one there, I'd just waltz in, I'd jump on one and do a, a lap. Well, and, here's the thing: like I did, maybe it would be better if you were the only one on there because I went on that ride at Disneyland, which is called something. It's called Autopia mm. at Disneyland, but it's a similar thing. It's like a track. And you've got it's like a, like a little go-kart that you sit in and you sort of just drive around the track. And it was horrible. The whole thing smelt of diesel. You're out in the yeah. sun. There's people driving up fast behind you, hitting you. It's just, it was the worst. And as I was on this ride, I was sitting there going, I cannot believe that I waited in line for this. <laughs> like, I cannot believe that I spent 20 minutes in line for this ride. What a waste of 20 minutes. I was could have just gone and met Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> it was just horrible. So... Now, is Tomorrowland where they're putting the Tron ride? So the Tron ride, oh. from my memory, is going behind... When we when we were on the Barnstormer in yep. Fantasyland, um, which is sort of at the back in the corner, it were, it the, in the circus area, um, that's where it was. They were building yeah. it behind that. Yeah. So it's not really in Tomorrowland. But I, I, figure, I feel like it would be attached to Tomorrowland because it's futuristic. I stuff. feel like it's... it should be attached to Tomorrowland, but I don't think that it is. Oh, we'll, be, we'll check the wait well, and see. Maybe it is. Because where's that's the barnstormer there. I'm just looking. So we're just looking yeah. at the map. So that's the barnstorm there, I think. And then that sort of is right next to the Autopia, um, the Tomorrowland. What are they called? Tomorrowland Speedway. Mm. So maybe it is there. Maybe it is sort of connected to. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, it was in a different spot. But then again, I don't have very good spatial intelligence. I'd love to be the first that goes on the Tron ride. Yeah. Because it'd be amazing. Yeah, that's another one I haven't seen. <laughs> I didn't see mm. the original. I didn't see the remake. It's, the it's movies, on the list. Yeah, yeah. No, they, I like them. They're good. Yeah. Yep. It's an interesting concept, I suppose. Mm. Meh. It's not on my list, but you know what? Maybe one day I'll watch it. Um, but I would, yeah, like you said, I'd really like to get under and check out the tunnels, mm. the whole tunnel system yeah, and that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. That would almost fun. be more interesting than going around Look, on the top. Any time you got to do things that people don't normally do would be pretty special. It's like a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. See yeah. how all these things happen. And you know, they talk about these tunnels and and the the cast members come up up from them into certain buildings and into different and then, lands and and just become part of the park. You never see workers leave the park no. no one walks out through the front gate no saying i'll see you mate i'll see you tomorrow at work no. you know they just they just appear and disappear but people sort of appear and disappear into different areas like you never really see anyone yeah. walk behind like a barricade or something it's just sort of into like a door that's on the side of a wall yeah. or something like that people just disappear 
And there's also there's also the um, uh, there's the big parade. So, yeah. yeah, you could go and see the floats, but the parade wouldn't be running because that requires people. Yeah. But you could go back like under wherever it is and see the see the floats. Mm. That would be cool. That would be pretty cool. That'd be really cool. And I, look, I imagine there'd be like dressing rooms and things like that. Oh, where yeah, they have definitely. all the costumes and that would be curious. Yeah, yeah, that'd be about my day. Yep. I'd be hot wiring the paddle steamer and sure. pressing every button that I could that would get me to ride. Would a, you be knocking on all the coast. walls? Yeah. You'd be like looking at the structural integrity I of would. the. You would. You'd love that. Take lots of selfies in front of the castle mm. with Walt and then with Roy up at the front because, like we say, Roy is the MVP. We love Roy. Um, but I suppose the thing is, if you're at Disneyland, you'd definitely go and visit Walt's apartment as well over the top of the fire station. Oh, yeah. But. He didn't have an apartment at Disney World. Not Disney World. No. They were building one. Not that one. we know of. Well, no, they were building one for him there. And then, it, you know, he passed, passed away. away. And, he, and they had it shut for a really long time. And then it did open as like a dream suite mm. at one point um, or something like that. Maybe that was Disneyland. I'm not sure. But there was something, I think there was something like that at Disney World. And then they ended up not using it or ch- turning it into something else, like a dining room or something for special guests because he wasn't going to use it. Uh, but yeah, that would be that would be probably about it, wouldn't it? I don't think that I'd like to be there by myself, though. It wouldn't be any fun. I think that there'd be like the things you could explore would be pretty cool. Yeah, but it it wouldn't have the same magic. No, you know, like like I said before, you know, I think that it's the people there, you know, the the cast members. They just add that special magic touch. Sure. They're so friendly, so inviting, so happy, so joyous. Yeah. It's infectious. They transform this otherwise static place into something that moves and... It's magical. And, you know, yeah. Definitely. All right, well, I think that about does us for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've got any questions or anything you want to tell us or feedback, you can follow uh, Presenting Pixie Dust on Instagram and Facebook. You can also send us an email at presentingpixiedust at gmail.com. Uh, if you're liking the podcast, if you could leave a really nice five-star review on iTunes, that would really, really help us out. It's always good to get that feedback. And I think that's about it. Did yeah. you have anything you wanted to add? No, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Well, also, what would you do? Yeah. Yeah. If also, if you're looking for other Disney podcasts, thirteen thirteen Harbor, the podcast is a really really great one to check out if you're interested in the parks and that sort of stuff, especially Disneyland. It's more Disneyland based, but it's a really great podcast if you want to check that one out. We and will... I suppose you know, good luck to China. Yeah. And the we'll Disney see how that pans out. Opening up. Yep. Disney in the face of COVID. COVID in the face of Disney. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope that it all works out really well for them. And I hope that we get the other parks starting to reopen and rebuild soon. Because I think we all need a little bit more magic. Yeah. A little bit more magic in our lives. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.